0: far from from others, others. an audio medium unlike anything you've ever heard before, the pinnacle of sound experience, jacked and canned, featuring John Tessman and Colby Tyler, a place where you will get the information you crave and hear about the topics that you love, presented by themselves. Coming to you from the basement, bar, and the bedroom. Sponsored by no one. Jack and Cam. Oh, ladies and gentlemen. I don't do that intro any justice. Colb's does that a lot better. Ladies and gents, coming at you solo today with the Jack and Can Show. We're going to do a little sports roundtable episode. We might not actually release a full Jack and Can Show this week. Me and Colb's are still recovering from Hector's wedding. Hector from breaking down the tape. It was a freaking blast. South Carolina was a great time. The wedding, great time. Consume some adult beverages, of course. I mean, you got an open bar, vodka, cranberries. That's a little sneak peek at what I was drinking. So uh, I'm sure you can imagine the rest. Coles also was watching some of those NBA playoff games going down, specifically the Lakers. Lakers, you know I'm still pulling for him. Coles is the biggest NBA fan out of me and him. Actually, Coles might be the biggest sports fan out of me and him. So uh Coves holding it down over there with the Lakers' love. Ladies and gents, we know how the Sports Roundtable episodes always kick off, and that is going to be Who's on Top? Nothing changes there. Who's on top? Do we got a cool little noise that we could play just to give us a little intro? I guess that's upbeat. Ooh. Ooh. A little crazy right there. Here we go. So, Who's on Top? We're going to be starting off in my favorite area something that i've been paying attention to this entire springtime here that's going to be the xfl well my heart is broken seattle sea dragons ended up beating the st louis Battlehawks, and yes i am a st louis Battlehawks fan although i am pulling or i was pulling for seattle uh <laughs> both of those teams they're out of it So going into the XFL championship game, they made it the full season. Yes, Colbs, they made it. They are still playing. They haven't played their championship game yet. So if you're new to tuning in and you know Colbs is not the biggest XFL fan, we will convert him slowly, surely, uh, and hopefully. So that championship game is going to be going down on Saturday, May 13th at 7 p.m. Central Time. It's going to be the D.C. Defenders against the Arlington Renegades. So Arlington Renegades, I don't think anybody really anticipated them on doing anything at all. I mean, they had a losing record going into the playoffs. I would have much rather seen the Sea Dragons against or the St. Louis Battlehawks. However, what I will say is, it is kind of cool, the new Arlington team, because they have Luis Perez, who is actually kind of dynamic, uh, at the quarterback position, at least for spring football. So he totally added a completely different element to that team. The defense of Arlington, that has what has been holding them down the entire season. They're doing pretty good. Can they win it versus D.C.? I don't think so. Abram Smith, a little bit too much. They're just that really that whole entire offense, little bit too. Too much on offense for Arlington to even stand a chance. But you know what? I root for the underdogs all the time. So I'm pulling. mm, I was going to say I was going to pull for Arlington. That's not true. I think I'm going to pull for DC. So if you're a sports better, I know we talk about it on the pod from time to time. Feel free. Go ahead. Throw down some money on the DC defenders. I don't even know if the odds have been released yet. Probably not. But when they are, throw your money down on DC. I don't think you'll be disappointed. That's a little XFL take right there. I can't wait for next season, St. Louis Battle Hawks. I'm curious if A.J. McCarron will be returning to the team, and I'm curious of who else is going to be coming back. I can't imagine Ben DiNucci returning. I heard some rumors that he actually got invited to the camp for the Denver Broncos. There's actually been about 10 or 15 players that they announced from the XFL that's been invited. That's exciting to see. Especially Hakeem Butler on the St. Louis Battlehawks. He definitely deserves a spot right there. Big six foot six, six foot seven frame. Dude can catch anything that goes up to him. Great to see him. Uh, and uh, Pearson on St. Louis, uh, or I'm sorry, C- uh, Seattle Sea Dragons. St. Louis, Seattle. St. Louis, Seattle. St. Louis, Seattle. I thought that was a tongue twister, but apparently not. I guess it worked out. So here we go. That's a little XFL take for you. We're going to go ahead here. We're going to pivot over to the NHL. So how heartbreaking. As you know, I live in Massachusetts. Coles lives in Connecticut. We were all pulling for the Bruins. Well, this past Sunday on April 30th, the Bruins had probably the biggest upset in NHL history. They go off and they set all these records. Playing in Boston, supposed to win it all. Bergeron, is he going to return for another season? Who knows? Uh, It sure as hell looked like he was done. He was saying his goodbyes, giving hugs. If that's your last year, I don't think you're going to do that. But he is a leader, so he might just be kind of there as a a role model for the team and kind of uh, (laughs) soak up the loss for uh, how everybody was feeling because that was a heartbreaking loss right there. Final in overtime was 4-3. to Florida Panthers end of prevailing. But on a side note here, another team that I've been talking about for the past couple of years, Seattle Kraken, they pulled it off against the Avalanche. The New Jersey Devils, this one makes me sad. They ended up pulling off their series against the New York Rangers. Now going into current time here of what it's looking like so far, we have Carolina leading. 1-0 1-0 in their series. We got the Golden Knights leading 1-0 in their series. We got the Florida Panthers leading 2-0, which surprises me. I thought the Maple Leaves were going to put up a little bit more of a fight, but I guess if uh, the Bruins are going to lose to anybody, you might as well lose to the team that's going to win it all. We also have the Seattle Kraken series tied at 1-1, so you know who I'm rooting for. Oh, and I forgot to mention, I think the Vegas Golden Knights, they're at 1-0 and as well. I'm either rooting for Seattle Kraken or the Knights. Let's make it happen. MLB standings. We're going to go over to the American League, AL East. We got the Tampa Rays sitting on top 26-6. and six. That is just sick. That is just insane. And another team that I'm really happy to see do good, the Baltimore Oreos, they had a great farm system for years, and it's all putting itself together. That team is something special. I'm rooting for them. I'm a Yankees fan, but I'm rooting for the O's to do it. We got the Red Sox sitting over there 19 and 14, Blue Jays 18 and 14, and rounding out the bottom right there. New York Yankees sitting at 4 and 6. I saw Aaron Boone release a statement the other day. He said, do not rule us out. Well, you heard it from the man right there. You can't rule the Yankees out. The season ain't done. The season ain't done. The season's young. That almost rhymes. So the Yankees can go ahead and pull this off. I know I'll be happy, uh, even though I live in Mass and uh, not too far from Fenway Park, probably only about 40, 45 minutes away. So lots of Red Sox fans around here. AL Central, we got the Twins sitting on top, 18 and 14, followed by the Guardians, Tigers, White Sox and a uh, big honorable mention and a shout out right here to the Kansas City Royals. So sad to see. They got a couple of big names on there, even though they've aged out a little bit. Zach Greinke, Aroldis Chapman, uh, sitting over there at 8-24. Who's going to be worse, the Royals or the Athletics? I guess we're going to find out. AL West, talking about the Athletics. We'll start from the bottom, not who's on top right away. <laughs> So sitting at the bottom there is the Oakland A's sitting at 6-26. and 26. I mean, come on. 6-26. Something's wrong with that. Are you just waiting to be in Vegas? I mean, I know they made the announcement. What are these next couple of years going to look like for the A's? You want to make it a little bit of exciting, I would think. Build up that fan base or build up that new fan base. Hopefully some of those Oakland fans end up carrying over to Vegas and continue to be fans. I guess we'll see what happens with that. Hey who knows you know talking about football a little bit ago the Oakland Raiders Oakland are you going to be a new team for an XFL? I guess we'll have to wait and see. but AOS baseball we got the Rangers sitting on top 18 and 12 followed by the Angels Astros Mariners. gosh it makes me happy to see the Astros last 10 games about even five and five about 500. 16 and 15 record. As long as they're not on top, I'm happy. The Rangers, I'm happy to see them up there, but the angels, they're finally competitive. Finally. I know it's too early to talk about playoffs, but damn, they have a playoff chance. They usually start off so slow. It seems you got Otani trout. You got Renfro. You got a couple of weapons right there in the lineup. Uh, Arguably, could it be one of them? Best one, two, three combos. Renfro's hit and cleanup. Maybe they got a little bit of a supporting cast. Let's hope that it stays up with them. And the injuries don't come along. That would be sad to see. National League. Oh gosh. And at least we got the Braves sitting on top, twenty-two and ten. No surprise there. Followed by the Mets. Gosh dang. The Mets, five hundred. 16 and 16. Same record as the Marlins. Who would have thought that? Not me. 16 and 16. Last 10 games for the Mets. This is where they're getting a lot of their losses from right here. 2 and 8. 2 and 8. You can't let the Marlins beat you. After the Marlins, we got the Phillies and the Nationals. Mets, please. I've been pulling for you. Long, long time. Yankees and Mets have been pulling for both of them. Subway series. I think it was 2002, 2001, 2003, 2000 something. Some of the most exciting times to watch baseball. NL Central, we got the Pirates sitting on top, 20 and 12. Freaking getting it done over there, followed by the Brewers, the Cubs, the Reds, and the Cardinals. NL West, no surprise here. The Dodgers sitting on top at 19 and 13. Followed by the Diamondbacks, Padres, Giants, Rockies. This NOS division is kind of tricky. The D-backs, they got an offense. The Padres, they got an offense. Giants, uh, they're pesky. They don't really seem to really get out of it too far. And they could go on a quick little win streak and be right back in it. But for now, Dodgers, Diamondbacks, Padres, I like to see a competitive Padres, Diamondbacks, one of you two teams, please mix it up because every year it's the Dodgers. They're kind of like the Yankees, blowing up all the payroll, (laughs) always getting plagued by injuries, and just something ends up happening. We'll see what happens over there in Major League Baseball. NBA, yes, NBA, ladies and gents. I know Coles is going to be happy to hear this segment here. Why? Because the Lakers advanced – We're going to wait to talk about the South Carolina vacation and how that went and the fun behind it. And also, I'll let Cope share his story about staying up till one, two o'clock in the morning watching the Lakers. Might have been a little bit later, though, because they went into overtime. Luckily, we had enough beer still on the vacation Airbnb. So that worked out good. All right, a little snapshot of where we are standing so far we got the 76ers. In the Celtics tied at one and one in their series. We got the Nuggets and the Suns. This one makes me extremely sad. We got Denver leading that two to zero. I thought the Suns with Kevin Durant would have made a little bit more noise in the playoffs. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not over. Definitely not over. KD, get it done, baby. Come on. Come on. Let's do it. We got the Knicks in the Heat. Series tied at one and one. I'm in a conflict here because I've been pulling for the Knicks for so long. They've been so horrible. I was in the, I was part of Lynn sanity or Lynn mania, whatever they were calling it a few years ago with Jeremy Lynn. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a jump on fan there. But that was the last time that the Knicks have really been relevant in my eyes. And I think the general public as well, especially the non NBA fans. So, anyways, the Knicks and the Heat. Yeah. I could go either way. I could tell you right now, I got a $1 bet that I placed earlier on in the season of the Miami Heat winning the championship. I put $1 down, and I think I'm going to win $161 if they pull it off. So for $161, let's go Miami Heat. (laughs) The other team I'm pulling for, of course, has got to be the Lakers. I mean, they got spanked yesterday by the Warriors. Warriors, they're in it every year. Same thing. I get it. The Lakers, they got a lot of stars on their team, but guess what? They haven't been doing that great, especially the last couple of years. I get it. They just picked up near the end of the year. Russell Westbrook got traded. That deal went down. They got a couple of pieces in there. Like Coles was saying in some of his analysis throughout the season, they started playing good defense. And of course they got LeBron. Well, we're going to see what happens. That series out one in one. So I'm pulling for the heat, pulling for the Lakers. We're going to see what goes down there. All right. Ladies and gents, that was who is on top. That is the episode of Jacked and Canned. Solo episode. Stay tuned for next week. Like I said, we're still recovering. We're still working our way back into the swing of things at Jacked and Canned, but we'll be back next week with a couple of episodes for you. As always, appreciate you tuning in. Jacktoncan.gmail.com. If you want to write to us, jacktincan.com, if you want to see the website. And we are streaming on all podcast platforms. All right, ladies and gents. Till next time. Peace.